All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 406 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and we're going to close out this Friday on a, you know, really quick note. Um, not too long of an episode. I'm going to try to keep it around or under 15 minutes so you guys can get your weekend started. Um, if this is your first time here, welcome. Um, you guys have been great. Phenomenal week. Um, first week of training camp is pretty much in the books. Georgia Southern just started their fall camp. Everything is just rolling well between what they're doing and what we're doing over here. And I cannot thank you guys enough. We're going to go ahead and get into this. We're going to talk about Drake London and everything uh, as far as him working during training camp, during the off season, getting ready for the, you know, new upcoming season. Uh, like, like I always say, I can be found on YouTube and Rumble, also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. We talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. Let's talk about Drake London today, though. Working quietly, but not necessarily behind the scenes, but out of the limelight. We've been talking about so many other things when it comes to the comes to the Falcons training camp, all the things that they have been uh, putting together, the Dean P speech, Deion Jones's injury. Uh, hell, we've been, uh, I ain't going to say his injury, but his recovery. Uh, we also been talking about Felipe Franks, how well he's been doing. But one thing, you know, we haven't really touched on, mostly we haven't touched on the defense as much, and that, that's something that we need to discuss at, um, down the road as well. But we have not talked about the number one, our first pick of the draft, which was Drake London, pick number eight overall. Um, I kind of saw this could be a possibility when he was going to be picked up because of the fact that the depth at wide receiver was not as um, desirable as it was at the time. So I did an episode on what if they picked up Drake London and they turned around and picked up Drake London. And I think it's going to pay out dividends because this kid has been working quietly behind the scenes or out of the limelight, working on his technique, learning the game, realizing that the game is to him. He says it out his own mouth, said the game is slowing down day by day. Now, mind you, he's only been in training camp for seven days. I think they done. I think they started seven days ago or they're in day seven. The game is already slowing down for him already. He's processing information. He's learning the game and the system that they're running. I think this is extremely overlooked and something that nobody's really talking about. Um, shout out to Scott Bear on AtlantaFalcons.com. He's always the he, he's one of the I will say he's one of the few that does pretty good work when it comes to talking about the Atlanta Falcons. I you know I I I I have um some type of you know riff not necessarily riff not with one person in particular but the collective of media scott bear is one of the few guys that i can honestly say that does a, a fair amount of work that actually you can sit back and read and actually take something away from it without being either upset angry or even too overhyped he just puts it out there so i'm going to cherry pick some things from his article the link will be down in the description and it's just going to talk about drake london and what he's been doing and i'm giving my thoughts and opinions on the things that i take out um basically he this is the first thing that jumped out at me he said he said it's not always physical no, no i'll take that back he said that's what all of us rookies are going through right now trying to slow down and get the right assignments the right plays and get a feel for everything i feel like we're progressing in that area right now the question is always uh this is the uh another um 
statement, not his statement, but it says the question that also, almost always followed the statement is when the game, the speed of the game, when it slows down. He says, day by day, it's slowing down. Here and there, you notice it. You on certain plays, especially true if you run the same one compared to the first time. Maybe you're looking at the defense a certain way. There are little things that uh that help. That that let me say that again. There are little things that like helping me and other rookies along the way. So basically, what he's saying, like everything is just slowing down, and you see it over and over again with consistency. Consistency is a really big deal when you're at practice or when you're doing pretty much anything that relates to skill. You be consistent doing things over and over again. And if he learns the system, he learns the plays, he learns what to do and what position that he needs to be in to run the plays. It just works better out for him. And the more you more you learn it, the better you get at it. And that's when it slows down because it's mostly a mental game. It's mostly mental. Just just like what I was saying about the the whole situation with um, Coach Clay Helton in Georgia Southern. He has those kids looking at tennis balls flying in the air while thinking about math problems. Now, you may think that's kind of crazy, and I, I, and I don't want to reiterate it too much, but it slows down the game because what it does is it gives you a better understanding of concentration. And when you have a better understanding of concentration, things just going to come to you at a different way, at a different speed, slower most of the time. It's just like with anything that you do, you know, like I said, in life. You know, when you're, when, you're, when you're cooking something for the first time, you're all over the place. Oh, I don't know how to do this. But if you don't cook that same meal three, four, five times, it just slows down. It slows down. It, you know what to do. You already know what's coming. You already know how to do it. it, it it's almost the same thing. Also, on top of that, what, how does this work out with Drake London? It works out for Drake London because he is able to process information. He's going to be better at it. He's going to be really, really good at it if he keeps it up and at the pace that he's going. And it also helped the other teammates, not only around him, but on the other side of the ball. You look at people like Casey Hayward and AJ Terrell when he, they're learning, you know, how to uh, cover wide receivers of this guy's height and nature, 6'4", 220. You know, not saying that they need help, but it does help them with you know going through the motions in practice it's not like just because you're a veteran or you've been around for a while you can sit on the sidelines all season and or all preseason and don't do anything we already had a wide receiver that did that a lot and look at him now he said he's gonna bounce back at tampa bay yeah we'll see we'll see nevertheless roddy white has been talking to him as well getting to giving him some pointers because i mean roddy white is a guy that you want to learn from and uh it, it just works out very well. And, and Roddy White has had really good things to say about him, saying that he is pretty much, uh, you know, on point to be one of the better, uh, you know, better receivers in the league right now. I mean, that's not quoting him, but that's one of the things that he said, you know, learning that, you know, he's learning the game day by day. But when you learn from somebody like Roddy White, that's basically what's going to happen. Roddy White played 10 years in the, in the, for the Atlanta Falcons and, you know, I went back to look at some of Roddy White's numbers, and I want to say, man, Roddy did. Uh, I'm not saying that he, you know, was like a, a, a super duper duper elite star, but he was very consistent. I mean, he had six or seven years of a thousand yards. I mean, what more can you say about that? You know, and, and and one thing is it's really important that Atlanta gets back to the passing game because Atlanta, the passing game, especially without Matt Ryan 
We need targets that's going to help a Marcus Mariota and or Casey Hayward. Hell, even Felipe Franks if he's under center. But when you have these guys like uh, Roddy, I'm not Roddy White. Oh, goodness. He's not suiting back up, is he? <laughs> no, when you have a guy like Drake London and Auden Tate and Brian Edwards and Kyle Pitts, and, you know, hell, even Felipe Franks is go might be out there catching some footballs too. But when you have these guys with this size and stature, it's going to make it very easy for our quarterbacks to do something. You know what I mean? It's, it's just something that, you know, we have to uh, really, conti really continue to watch because I think we talk about uh, what I'm about to say. We talk about Arthur Smith in the running game because he had Derrick Henry. But I'm starting to think that that's not, that's not necessarily – uh Arthur Smith bread and butter. I don't think I'm starting to think that that maybe not what he really something that he may not want to do. I th I don't think he's as run heavy as we think he is. Because you think about it, we do have a physical running back presence, but when you got a guy like Derrick Henry at the time, it's, it it was almost a no-brainer to put give him the give him the ball. But nevertheless, um I'm just looking at this whole thing with Drake London. It's not much to go here, go with here because he's been quietly just learning how to be a wide receiver, learning how to play the game at the next level. So uh, I wanted to point that out because before I close, I want to say this. I want to put this out there. I think Drake London is easily going to be wide receiver number one going into preseason. Now, will he remain wide receiver one? That's yet to be seen. I'm not saying that he can't do it. I'm not saying that there's real big-time competition. But you do have some guys on this team. You probably got about two or three other guys that can be wide receiver number one. But I expect uh, Drake London to be wide receiver number one. You know, that that's just the forefront. Now, a lot of people may not know, um, Brian Edwards does have a shot. Hell, even Cordell Patterson has a shot. Auden Tate, eh, maybe. But I wouldn't be surprised, you know, especially with the plight of, you know, what Cordell Patterson does. They may just slot him at wide receiver one, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing for Drake London. Same thing with Brian Edwards. He's put in work. He can do a little bit of everything. Wouldn't be surprised. But that, like I said, that doesn't bode, you know, that's not a bad thing for Drake London. But when you look at just the total package of competition and what the wide receivers are that are out there, it's a possibility that could happen. But I expect for Drake London to be number wide receiver number one. He's been working very hard, and if it continue, if he continues, um, if he continues to learn the game the way that he's learning, based on what uh, Scott Bear put out and what he said in his interview as well there's an interview that's on this link as well so you go and listen to it if you want to listen and or read um if it continues to be that way there's no question that he'll be wide receiver number one sometimes you just have to look at the whole total package of everything and also you also have to understand with him being the eighth overall pick why wouldn't he be i mean you wouldn't be picked that high just to be you know wide receiver number two you know what I mean? I, I I just don't see that. But I just wanted to put that out there just for the sake of having, you know, the the, the whole diversity of the situation. Is it possible? Yes, it's, it's very much possible. But um, no, nah, I just don't see it at the end of the day. But it just goes back to show you the talent level that we have at wide receiver, that it could be distributed all over the place and it could be something. But um, 
we're just going to have some really good weapons coming into, you know, the, you know, week one of preseason. I think we're going to be in a really good shape. Drake London has lived up to everything I thought he would live up to. A lot of people was kind of weird about the pick. They thought we should have went pass rush first. But now the way things are shaped up, once again, like I said, um, there's not that much negative, you know, there's not that much negative rhetoric coming out of training camp. I think a lot of people are pleasantly surprised how the Falcons are moving right now because if something wasn't going right, trust and believe the media will say something by now. And there's not much out there to say. People are surprised with Felipe Franks. People are surprised with um, Quadri Allison. He's actually stepped up, which I think Quadri Allison, man, I may need to talk about this another time. Quadri Allison can really be effective. He just have a few things he need to work on, but I think he can be a really good running back for the Falcons. I mean, he's been around for a while, and he's doing something right because he's constantly coming back on the team and sticking with the team, and the coaches see something in him. I think he really could be something. So he's doing good things in training camp. Uh, Tyler Algier, haven't heard much about him, but I'm pretty sure that he's going to be contributing as well, and you know Cordell Patterson's going to be all over the place. So the running game, the passing game, the receivers, we talked a lot about the receivers and the tight ends. Uh, we know that we're going to have something there as well. The defense, I don't need to say nothing else about the defense. DPs is doing a, doing his thing. But it all circles back to Drake London. And uh, I think at the end of the day, we, we, we probably got the best receiver in the draft this past draft. And, you know, a lot of people are talking about other people, but you don't hear much about other people other receivers that are wowing anybody right now um to be honest with you drake london's not saying much either but the fact that you don't hear his name as much but you hear everybody else this is going to be like a silent you know uh silent sleeper silent assass uh, silent assassin gonna be making some noise against this other uh, other teams can't wait to see that happen if you like this commentary hit the like button share this commentary share this podcast subscribe to the channel if you haven't already uh thank you guys for a phenomenal week i really appreciate you guys um we're gonna go into the weekend laid back we're gonna watch some things i, I saw the hall of fame game was played uh um yesterday and i i, I it, there was nothing there for me to be excited about i i watched it for a little bit and to be honest with you i, I ended up doing something else it was um not exciting to me but nevertheless I'm on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. I'm on YouTube and Rumble. Uh, also, join the Discord. Even the Falcons fans, Georgia Southern guys are taking over the Discord. The Falcons fans, I need you guys there as well so we can uh, talk about some Atlanta Falcons football and everything under that umbrella. You guys have a great weekend. Um, keep everything, you know, um, safe. Um, I know Georgia Southern's having practice. I wanted to go down there, but it was last minute, so I may not take the trip. But nevertheless... We'll see how everything goes. You guys take it easy, and you guys be blessed. I will see you guys on Monday, unless something newsworthy comes up. You guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.